Welcome to Central Valley Volley Talk, a podcast for all volley in the valley with your hosts, Kelsey Montagna and Kieran Robley, serving it up for you. And welcome back to Central Valley Volley Talk with your hosts, Kelsey Montagna and Kieran Robley. And before we dive into the central section championships and recaps we're going to first go over college so we had fpu beating concordia unfortunately they lost to point loma in five they are hosting hawaii tonight um hawaii hilo on wednesday and shamanon on saturday for senior nights so go home yeah, we, go yeah i was gonna say coach uh, they also uh we'll see where they uh pan out at the end of this week they're tied for second and uh, see if they can squeeze into the, the regionals on the that start on November 17th. We'll cross our fingers for them. Definitely. And we have UC Merced beating Simpson in five and Pacific Union in three. So congratulations to them. Yeah, they're wrapping up. Uh, they just wrapped up uh, their season. Um, and so, you know, congratulations to them. I know their conference tournament starts uh, the upcoming week and then the NAIA uh, opening rounds start on November 19th mm-hmm. and that, you know, the NAIA tournament's very different than the NCAA championships. They'll have a whole week of, of championship action. So yeah. we can follow a little bit of that too. See yeah. what California schools move on. Definitely. Uh, CSU Bakersfield lost to UCSB in three, but they beat CSUN in four. They face UC Riverside and UC Davis this week. Um, Fresno State lost to Utah State in three, but a big win for the Dogs this week at home against Boise State, winning in four. Yeah, well, it was great to see that Bakersfield and uh, Fresno State were both able to get uh, wins in their conference this week, Um, so that's exciting for both, but we were able to look at some of the stats, right, for the Yeah, we're following them uh, quite a bit (laughs) over the match (laughs) with live stats, so that's a great plus but yeah I mean Boise State came out it seemed a little flat-headed and negative in the first to Fresno State's 400 so it kind of I think Fresno State came out with a bang from the very beginning and kind of kept rolling except you know they did fall in the third set but it was still pretty close 25-23 Boise and then came back guns a-blazing for that fourth set winning 25-15. Yeah they, they out hit them. Um, oh yeah predominantly the whole match um so that was good to see and then uh, blocking wise right too? yeah biggest right. S- statistic i'd say is fresno state's blocking they had 11 to boise's three so definitely you know kind of hard to score some points if you're getting blocked so ella ella rudd uh, did pretty well for fresno state she had 24 kills mm-hmm. um the way for them so that's pretty good solid numbers for four sets definitely and where yeah. they get they got to uh, san diego state on tuesday yep and uh, they're going to be home against UNLV on yeah. Saturday. So That'll maybe be. we'll get the, some people out there as, as high school starts to wind down. We can get uh, some more people out there to support the dogs. Definitely. Well, <laughs> yeah, I have championships. This week was, was fun. Yeah, we it was. Good semifinal matches. And we headed out to some championship matches. And I think uh, the matches that we saw, like the environments, uh, the student support, uh, the setups were there. It was just a great environment for some good volleyball. I mean, I will say it would have been great to see them all in a neutral location uh, <laughs> for our sakes. Yes. <laughs> and, and just for the student, student athlete experience. Yeah. But um, 
you know, we had winners, uh, Fraser Mountain won Division Six, mm-hmm. uh, one and three over West Minarets in Washington Union, which was a postponement from Thursday, uh, which played on Saturday, and, and you and I both were able to catch that match. What a fun match! Ooh. Yeah. Oh, it was a great environment. Oh yeah, it, it I mean, was- both sides were just very, very excited to be there. Every single point was, you know, almost like the championship point. It was really exciting to yeah. watch and be a part it of. It was they, uh, they, after each set, they each stormed the court. It was, it was great to see that there was that much uh, passion uh, in the match and being a championship match it was really cool to see. Yeah, definitely. But, I mean, what to Minaret's credit, they lost the first two sets um, in their gym. Yeah, and they willed their way and they got did. it done five. Um, so it was, well, uh, it was great to see that they, uh, went with their strengths and, uh, Washington Union was a very strong team. They were solid in the back row in the front and mm-hmm. then that's got really hot on the service line. I have to say as the match went on. Yeah. They just started clicking. Yeah. I feel, and like you said, they started to play to their strengths and they, they ultimately, I thought when they came out in the third set, it's like, we have nothing to lose. So we better go all out right now. And, and. The way they came out definitely put the pressure on, and they just continued to keep the pressure on and got a little confidence, and I think that's what they needed. And it was it was nice for them to be in a familiar gym, for sure. Yeah, it was, it was a pretty cool environment. Yeah. Uh, I always like to see the different environments, maybe at a smaller enrollment school, you know, where the gyms are a little smaller and tighter like that was, and then being in a large environment at the, at the Liberty Match and mm-hmm. still seeing the same type of experience. But we had to, in Division Four, Fresno Christian, mm-hmm. uh, that winner over Hanford, and we get to talk to Coach uh, Goog a little later about uh, about his season. So that was a nice win for them. And then Kingsburg, three uh, zero over San Inez, uh, Buchanan, another tight one. We had the tight one with Minarets and Washington Union, and then with uh, CVC and Buchanan. Uh, going at it, you know, we weren't able to make it, but it was a seesaw of a match with yeah. Buchanan taking the first one in a pretty tight, you know, uh, CBC had 20 on that one. Uh, then CBC won the second and the third. Buchanan came back in the fourth and uh, and wrapped it up in, in the fifth. So in their gym. Uh, so congratulations to them for getting that done. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the D1, yep. Liberty had gone to Clovis North as the three seed and, and won in the semis and then uh, Clovis West as the four seed had, mm-hmm. had defeated East. So Liberty as the three seed got to be the host and uh, I was able to catch that match. Huge environment. Student body was rocking um, and it was lively. I think uh, both teams brought it and uh, Liberty definitely had the a balanced attack. They have two outstanding uh, uh, outside hitters. Uh, their middle did a, a nice job. Clovis West, Libero, uh, really kept them in the game. Mm-hmm. Able to still use Clovis West strengths were there. I just think uh, Liberty was just a little bit more spread in their Libero. Both Liberos did a really nice job in the match. Um, but Liberty just had a little bit more fire, firepower that night yeah. uh, to get it done. But uh, it was some good volleyball. Oh, so. yeah. I mean, I think regardless of winners or losers of the entire entire playoff there have been it's been good volleyball 
So yeah. it's been exciting to see those environments at different locations and, you know, and, and just see different student sections or how people come out or, you know, just the way the yeah. game plays out. And it's been exciting the to watch. Well, prepared. I always say, like, oh, yeah. in terms of preparation, her team was ready to go. And uh, they, they came out really strong. The first I mean, the first set was close and uh, they were they played very calm and settled. Clovis West did. And I think uh, Liberty just took a little bit while to, to get into their rhythm. Um, but it was a hard fought match for yeah. sure. Yeah. Good to see. And now we're able to get the, the regional brackets yep. uh, coming up. And, you know, just looking at them as we, as we don't know the, the nuances of all of CIS and what they, how they determine it. I think a lot of it did have to do with enrollment sizes, how people kind of moved up and down. Yeah. It seems uh, like from that. their, yeah, from the divisions that they were assigned um, with it. Because you look at Fresno Christian, who was the winner of Division Four for us, but they're going to be in Division Five for mm-hmm. regionals on the road as a ninth seed. Minarets, who won Division Five, they're going to be on the road as a 13th seed in it. And then Hanford uh, will be in five as well, along with Fraser Mountain, who is the sixth division winner. So they, you know, this is uh, the the division that they would have been in initially. So mm-hmm. uh, there's, you know, we got four teams from our area representing Division Five, yep. and they'll be on the road for the first rounds. But who knows after that? You never know. Yeah, uh, yeah. Fraser Mountain ended up in the south, and then the other three ended up in the north uh, brackets. With uh, Division Four, you look at, you know, CVC played in the championship of our Division Two, mm-hmm. but they will be in Division Four, and they're a one seed in Division yep. Four. So that's where you see where maybe enrollment uh, played a factor with that. And then San Inez from our, um, our section is also in uh, Division Four. Uh, they ended up with a four seed. Mm-hmm. So see how how those teams represent. I think CVC's got a pretty good shot um, in Division Four to do well. They're both in the South. Um, in Division Three, Kingsburg, they're uh, they're in the North as the 11th seed. So they're going to be on the road. And then Exeter, who was in D1, once again, we maybe look at enrollment sizes mm-hmm. of why that shift was. They got a great seed. They're in the South as a two seed. Um, yeah. We'll see see how things roll for both those teams. And Exeter's got a home game. They got a nice, it's nice to be home in a regional where now you're traveling much further than you initially were within the section. Yeah, definitely. Division two is probably our most uh, impacted uh group of of schools in the south you have redwood at the 14th and san luis obispo at the 11th they're both in the same bracket in the south um they wouldn't they wouldn't see each other uh uh, till the next round and then in the north uh you got buchanan who was the winner of d2 is the 15th seed clovis is the 14th seed in the same bracket of eight uh, in the north, and then Clovis North is uh, the one seed in the north. Yeah. So if we ended up seeing any of the other Clovis schools, it wouldn't be till the championship of the northern regionals. Mm-hmm. So, um, but uh, yeah, Clovis North's gonna be home. That's yeah. They, they got uh, Rio Americana in the first round, uh, coming from Sacramento. So 16th. we'll see. Yeah, and they're the sixteenth seed. Yep. In Division One. I don't know if I was surprised or not, but Liberty did, they did not move them to the open. I think traditionally we've had a team up there um, for our section in the open, but they're going to be in the South as the seventh seed. And then 
In uh, the north, we got Clovis West as the sixth and uh, Clovis East as the seventh. Yeah. So they potentially could see each other, but they all have home matches in the first round. Yeah, so. I think I think that's nice that Clovis West, Clovis East, and Clovis North all at least have one home match. And, and CBC and Exeter, but at least, you know, for those teams or parents or fans of volleyball that aren't continue to play right now, they at least have an option to go and still support the central section during these regional playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. So, we'll, you know, we should hopefully get a good representation. A lot of teams, a majority of them are in the north. Um, so we'll see how that all plays out. Um as we move through this week and see who's still playing next week for us. But yeah. it, it was a lot of fun the last couple of weeks uh, for playoffs and then excited for these next couple of weeks too. Yeah. It, and it will continue. <laughs> so <laughs> and we had a chance to talk with uh, coach Steve Guglielmana from Fresno Christian about the Eagles run uh, central section championship. So we're excited to hear from him on the recap of the season thus far and, and the successful season they've had. Well, we'd like to uh, welcome Steve Guglielmana to uh, the podcast. They just uh, came off a section championship, defeating Hanford uh, at home uh, to win it. And uh, Coach, welcome to the podcast. Yeah. Well, that, thanks for having me on here. It's going to be uh, fun talking about volleyball. Yeah, we look forward to uh, also, as we uh, kind of mentioned, about having a coach back at a later date to talk about his, his journey um, with the sport. Um, with all his years of coaching, and so we look forward to getting a little more detailed with that. But for now, as we, we recap uh, the section championships and look forward to regionals, coaches, as you look back uh, so far on this season, how how did the journey kind of start with maybe the goals for the team uh, going into this uh, 2022 season? It kind of started last year when I uh, came on board um, to – deliberately build a culture um, focusing on the right things that make people successful, not just volleyball, but focusing on all the non-volleyball things, um, how to prepare your heart, mind, body, and soul to, to, um, to succeed, to, to focus and get on the right track. So. Do you think uh, those have been embraced, what you, you had seen in your vision with that as the team's gone into the season? Oh, very much so. The fact the girls that are succeeding the most are the ones that um, that uh, have fell in line with the. They see the vision and they they grab hold of the goals and and, and run with it. They they understand it and they 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 buy in, so to speak. And you're probably familiar with or know at times when you have uh, players that buy into your philosophies, it, it just it, it works. It work. You know, it tends to come out a little little more successful. It's great. You do have a, your roster. Um, you have a kind of a split, would I not say, of kind of upperclassmen and then a good portion of, of underclassmen within the roster? Yeah, in fact, uh, that was kind of the, an unusual thing coming in last year um, and realizing, and I think most coaches kind of came to the same conclusion, that, you know, kids have lost two years of competition, mm -hmm. uh, not only in touch with the sport, but just how do you – how do you prepare to compete? Um, so we have we have seniors that really maybe have seven months of volleyball in them because they lost their freshman sophomore year. So, and then we have a, a younger group that's put in a lot of time 
um, in the off season through different different arenas. Um, and yeah, it's, it's it's a pretty eclectic volleyball group, I guess you could say. Well, that's a that's great. You know, we we were talking about this not too long ago about the kids that pretty missed out on mm-hmm. those one to two years of playing, and they're we're trying to get caught up. So yeah. Um, yeah. it's nice to see that the blend of hopefully your upperclassmen are, are uh, leading and guiding uh, your younger ones as, as they continue to enjoy being back at it. I think that's, you know, huge. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, it's been, yeah, it's been good that the seniors have, have shown good leadership. Um, we're very, um, I guess, ex- life experience heavy at the, in the upperclassmen and, uh, volleyball skill level on the lower levels uh, is pretty high for especially our school and so it's been a good blend to, to see the, the older ones um, bring in bring in the other ones un, under the wing and, and help develop their mental and emotional state so nice yeah you're uh, I have to say I've talked a lot about your conference this year um, I've been enjoying following uh, the tight-knit mm-hmm. um, records. Uh, how, what was kind of your vision? I, mean, I shouldn't say vision, but what did you think going in? Did you know, like, Yosemite was going to be pretty solid this year? Sierra is going to be good. Uh, the depth of, you know, the, the pool of teams. Yeah, it was – It was. Uh, I liked being in, in this league this year, and I think across the board we, we enjoy being in this in this league. It's a little more competitive. And Chenoweth does a really good job up, up at Yosemite preparing her girls. Um, Sierra is always tough, and and Chowchilla Minarets. Um, it's it's a good uh, it's a good mix. We we enjoyed it. Um, I'm new to the girls scene, so the boys we don't play a lot of the smaller towns like Fowler, um, Riverdale, Carruthers, um, because they don't have boys teams. So it's kind of kind of new to me to get to know some of you know what's going on in those arenas. Um, and Carruthers came out and, and put put together a good squad and, and had a good year. Yeah, I had an opportunity to see them in, in uh, Liberty uh, Madeira Ranchos and, and you yeah. play in Yosemite. So I'm like, oh, it's going to be a tough one. So it's good <laughs> to, when, when, I mean, if you're not playing the good competition before you get ready for playoffs, mm-hmm. you know, that's, I think, something that helps prepare you. Um, was there much different preparation as once you saw the bracket? for you uh, and seeing your path, potential path, I should say, to get to the championship? Did you, did, how did your preparation go with the team? Um, preparation for the girls um, volleyball-wise was just making sure that we were focusing on the fundamentals. And, and then in-game play, depending on who we're playing, it's, it's, there, there are minor changes in our, in our net play. Um, whether the other team had a you know a strong middle or a strong oppo or outside, and we'd move we'd move our pieces around at the net and a little bit in the back row. But um, come last, like when we got down to the finals, it was like we're we're just going to play straight up. This is our game, and um, this is how this is our style of volleyball. We're going to play it. If the team can stop us, great. If not, there's really not much we can change at this point in the season. So, so we focus a lot on, on fundamentals and, and just gameplay and being competitive. And how nice was it that you pretty much had home, home, mm-hmm. home, home? <laughs> that wasn't the scenario. It no. is. So we were, we were uh, the admin at Fresno Christian did a good job of uh, the week before, you know, hey, it could be Mammoth and Bishop and it could be 
potentially um, traveling to Bishop and playing at Bishop on Tuesday and then Mammoth on Thursday. So we had a game plan to um, pretty much stay up there all week and, and, and do what we need to do with the schools behind us on, on that and make sure they got their studies done, you know, up at an Airbnb up there. But uh, things worked out. We had a hunch. Um, we were watching game film, and we had a hunch that the competition that um, everybody below – one and two had seen was, was tougher than, than what one in the mammoth and Bishop had seen. So we kind of had a hunch they would, there was a good chance they would, they would lose their matches. So it worked out in our favor. Yeah. What, uh, so you had to face Carruthers for the fourth time. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. And that's, yeah. <laughs> that was, you, you that's... know, how, you, as we all know, the saying is it's hard to beat a team uh, uh, three times, let alone yeah. four times. Well, the first time we saw them was at a tournament, and they didn't have their medal. So, yeah, during league, we saw them twice. It was always it was a tough match, and, and the energy in both gyms was nice. And, yeah, it's hard to beat a three two, three times, and they have to do it in the playoffs. Um, and I we focused on being mentally and emotionally prepared. Um, the girls did a really good job, and I've they stepped up from that game and haven't, haven't looked back. They, um, they just – we played a steady game. We uh, went at it. We, we took it 3-0, and we were in control the whole time. It was it was amazing. It was wonderful. And I told them this. And it's amazing. I love watching them when they're playing volleyball the way it's supposed to be played. It's beautiful to watch and fun. And um, it was just it, you get to sit back as, as a coach and just enjoy it. And they kind of they've kind of reached that level, and it's it's been fun to watch. Yeah, and I could only imagine. Um the elation of the match on Thursday at the completion. You played a, a tough Hanford Bullpup team that uh, you hadn't seen this season, um, and I'm sure you did your preparation for it. Um, but to be able to win a championship in, in three sets is tremendously hard. So that's a great, a huge congratulations to, mm-hmm. to the girls and to you and your staff for preparing them for that. And uh, I, I'm sure uh, everybody's still walking uh, pretty high right now. They're walking for yeah, they're wearing those hats around. Yeah. Um, but I tell you what, the, the tougher match was to Hatchby. Yeah. And not and it had nothing to do with the who our our opponent was. It was being in a semifinal match mm-hmm. because that's the match that gets you to finals. And once you're in the finals, you can just okay, now we're here, we can just play. But the semifinal match seems to be the hardest one, the hump to get over before you get to finals because it's like you know, if you lose, you're not there. But if you win, you, you know, you move on. It's kind of, it's a little tight. Um, and I think they, that was a mentally more t- challenging match. Um, Tatchby did a good job. That sophomore middle is um, going to be a force. Um, but yeah, it, uh, that was a that was a tough one. That once you got past that one, then it was like, oh, okay, you can just go out and play uh, volleyball. And, and you know, there really, really wasn't too much game planning. We just got to do. We needed to take care of what we do on our side of the net. Well, I think, uh, too, is like you said, both teams are playing with a sense of, uh, in the semis, purpose and maybe some urgency, and, and those are the battles because, yeah, no, mm-hmm. everybody wants to get to the ship, and uh, yeah. it's, it's a fight to get there. So, um, and, and they kind of worked their way up. I mean, they had a pretty good season, but they ended up with a seed that was, uh, you know, they ended up with a low seed. I was, I was kind of surprised. I actually had them uh, going pretty far, at least getting through that first round and pulling that. Mm-hmm. The two fifteen upset. So, um, yeah, yeah. Congratulations on. Uh, oh yeah, it was it was it was definitely um, 
it didn't really hit me until my uh, my AD handed me the hat. You know, we got the plaque, and that was good. But he, you know, it was kind of like when because uh, he was very instrumental in bringing me on board at Fresno Christian. Him and uh, Jeremy Brown, the superintendent. Um, I was in a we were at AAU Nationals in in Orlando with eight teams from from with our academy, and we need you know having an interview, and I had to duck inside of a men's bathroom, and I'm on the phone with them to, to interview and. Um, it's just been, it's been 15 months, uh, to get to this point. It was just such a relief. And yeah, the emotions got, got to me then. It was like, not only that, but you have your, you know, one of your, one of your children in the game. Who's, <laughs> it's, it's really hard as a coach and a parent to have both, both those hats on at the same time. <laughs> so. Well, and then, yeah. At what point do you let your, just your emotions go and release and it all happens differently for everybody. So mm-hmm. it's yeah. great that. It's great that you had those moments um, with your players and, and the Fresno uh, Christian community because um, I think it's good when coaches can they can see that all the work that you've put in, like, you, you care. And when they yeah. see those emotions, they know how much you really do care. So. Yeah, and I got a lot. Of, it, was, it was interesting. That I was telling my wife um, this. That we won a section championship at Mayor South uh, with the boys, um, and then – this one is a little different. Um, that one, we had a coaching staff and young men that, that worked really hard and put a lot of work into the year, years and towards to get there. And then, mm-hmm. but at Fresno Christian, the next day, the support that I got from everybody on staff and the kids was like they and they kind of understand the vision that that the girls are doing more than just volleyball. You know, they're honoring God, they're honoring each other, they're honoring community, um, and it was just they they appreciate the the values that the girls were showing more so than the win. And it was just everybody on campus was, you know, great job, not just for the win, but for this, you're building character into these young women. That's awesome. Well, coach, definitely uh, have them on the right track. We, uh, we look for this, you know, this is going to uh, come before uh, regionals and who mm-hmm. you're going to play. So we look forward to seeing the bracket and all the best of luck. Well, going thank into you. Yeah, next <laughs> week, we're you know mm-hmm. everybody's waiting to see where they're going to be and yeah, everybody's in li- everybody's in limbo right now. Like, <laughs> yeah. well, don't know. <laughs> Do you have any idea of where you guys might end up? No clue. No, no clue. clue. Yeah, kind of seems like everyone. <laughs> yeah. No, if you're if you're a Division One school, you're you're probably you know kind of know where you're going to be at mm-hmm. now. But they may you know CI may push some teams down as they fill brackets, and that that moves us up or down. Um, so yeah, it's just kind of sit and wait and kind of laugh and well, what what's the after do? I know you think that they're all in a room with like a lottery ball, know. you know, and they just pull <laughs> it out like B four. Okay, that's yeah, gonna be so and so. Yeah, yeah. With it. Who are the seating reps yeah. here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure they got most of it just kind of already penciled in, and mm-hmm. they're, they're they're waiting for a few games and and roll with it. Yeah. Well, Coach, one of the things we like to kind of wrap up our uh, segments with is uh, just some little fun where we call what was uh, what was on your warm-up playlist, and it could be <laughs> related to you as a player or maybe a team. And uh, I think we maybe discussed uh, now that you have a championship team at Fresno Christian, there might have been a yeah. song that the, the girls like to warm up to. Well, I, I kind of take control of the playlist. I'm kind of <laughs> like that. Uh, but so it would be uh, Higher by Creed, and it goes back to when my oldest son was playing in 2009. Um, how just the, you know, you bond with somebody in a relationship and, and how each other, you know, you push each other to attain a higher level. So it would be Creed the uh, higher. 
So Chelsea's going to have to go back in her old playlist. See, yeah. <laughs> old person playlist. <laughs>